This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies edtech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. Welcome to the Principal Purpose Podcast, where principal and certified life coach Lynn Harden teaches you how to leave work at work and in between get more done with energy using her proven formula after leading three award-winning schools. And now, here's your host, Lynn Harden. Hey everybody, this is Len Harden and from the Principal Purpose Podcast. And I know for you as a principal, the school year is winding down and maybe things aren't going as you hoped for or even planned for. Maybe you have negative staff or parents or students that are struggling with their teachers or peers. Maybe you feel unsupported or disconnected from your district office like you're thinking they have no idea we are contending with at the school site. Well, if this is going on for you, which I think there's a good chance, this is the perfect time to dig in with how our mindset or our thoughts, our energy, emotions, and that inner power can still create the dream school and a dream life. It ain't over. And we can finish this year on a high note. And it's possible when we are living as and working at our personal best, even though we may feel tired or busy. I mean, we never rise above human being, but it is possible. I understand that we're tired this time of year. It's, we're moving into the March, which for some is the longest month without a day off. We may feel overwhelmed and burned out. So that's the perfect time to get honest about how we are acting as a leader, not in August or September after a great summer break and we're feeling like a million bucks. This is the perfect time to look at how we're behaving towards ourselves and others, as well as patterns that may be emerging from a school start. There are stories that we're telling ourselves we're replaying regrets, and we may be thinking that this is a time to push ourselves and our staff to get the result that we decided on at the beginning of the year. Well, I have another suggestion. In the longest school month with no days off, we self-reflect on what is no longer serving us. And we have this beautiful opportunity to start again and choose again. I have a little secret for you. We, as human beings, have a choice every single moment of every day to start over. I'm sharing about this because I remember being, feeling this way about March, being the low point of the year and just doing whatever I could to survive to get to spring break. 
I was already beginning, and some of my teachers were too, already beginning to count down when school would be over. Being vulnerable, being maybe a little worn down, humbled, is the perfect time to dig in and look at what's going on. We can start our school year over at any time. We can start our day over at any time. So let's get deep. And while there's still time, let's be a time. Let's create a school culture beyond our wildest dreams. And we can do it now. First off, let's begin by taking ownership of our inner power as a principal. I'm not talking about the power we have as someone's boss or being the school leader. You know, when you tell people what you do and they, oh, I'm, I'm a principal and they tense up and I'm not talking about that power. And I'm not talking about that power as the principal when a parent says, I, re- I really don't want you talking to my child without my permission. And we think, or maybe even say, well, I'm the principal. I can do this. I have every right. I'm not talking about that type of power. I'm not talking about power that comes from a place of um, ego or status or position, but that inner power. And, you know, we really forget about this power and we all do. I mean, not, I know I did. My first year as a principal, I was known as the one who killed Christmas and did not get invited to personal event, weddings, baby showers. And I think that my staff would have liked it if I'd have stayed home from the Christmas party. And it's because I was leading from outside power, not inner power. Eventually I learned, and I'm so grateful for those experiences. And I'm so grateful for the staff and the teachers that reflected back to me where I was. I was green. I was new. It's all forgiven, but I am still grateful for those lessons. I was forgetting about that power, that inner power. And how you will know and how I knew I was doing that is there's this feeling of fear because you're relying on your brain. We're relying on sheer willpower. And we've gotten about this inner power. You know, this power that to begin with gave us our purpose as a principal and also gave us the gifts to be a great principal and a great human being. I'm talking about source energy that every person has a connection with something greater than themselves. You can call it God, you can call it source, you can call it universe, you can call it nature, you can call it spirit. Whatever you're comfortable with. And that's what's not important. And I know that you may be a little uncomfortable with that because the brain goes, no, let's rely on me. Let's not rely on this inter, uh, this inner intuition and wisdom that comes from relying on something greater than ourselves that we've had all along, that's been inside of us all along to call, to call upon. You know, we kind of forget about this inner power and we get into our negative stories, negative relationships, and out of that, we create negative patterns that completely sabotage our inner power, our success as a principle, and fulfilling our purpose. 
Every man, woman, and child has this inner power as a source, as well as the ability to have emotion and think. So I'm suggesting at this time to go inward and find that intuition, that creativity, that inner wisdom. Then let's take a look at emotions or feelings. What I want to tell you about emotions and feelings is that they are only vibrations in our body. Feelings are fat. Facts are facts. Feelings are not. Even though we believe that they are the truth, they're simply vibrations in our body in reaction to the brain having neural pathways stimulated or thoughts or stories and certain hormones are released, and we begin to feel a vibration in our body. And these vibrations have a frequency, and they, are, they can vibrate very low or very high. And each of us is vibrating at a certain frequency where we're either vibrating like positively with a high level of joy, an elevated sense of existence, or we could be vibrating with a low level of frequency or vibrating with an energy of negativity or lack or doubt. There is a, you can Google it or message me, but there is a range of vibrations or energetic levels of emotions. And it's a spiral. And at the top of this spiral are the emotions, the goodie, freedom, joy, love, empowerment. And when we are feeling those, we are at a higher vibration. Have you ever walked into a room or met someone and you were immediately attracted to them or you just felt better or you felt happy or there was a charisma to them? You know, I kind of like going into a kindergarten room and being with a bunch of five-year-olds. There's a high vibration and that is... It comes from the emotion of feeling freedom and joy. Now, conversely, we can spiral down to some really low vibrating emotions, such as insecurity, guilt, powerlessness. So have you ever been around somebody who you thought or felt like, oh, man, I just don't even like being around them. They're like a negative Nelly. I and mean, just being in their presence, I, I, I pick up on this vibe and I'm just down. Well, that is somebody who is vibrating at a, a really low emotion, such as guilt or powerlessness. And in depression, there can be a downward spiral where you know, you're in a situation and it continues to be defined by a series of negative thoughts, feelings, or actions, and they kind of beat on themselves repeatedly, causing the situation to become progressively worse. It's like a it was like flesh in a toilet. It's just a downward spiral. And if we can learn to recognize this spiral and before making it to the bottom, we can help avoid potential downward spirals in the future. And we ourselves can feel better and we can transmit this to those that are around you. So I want you to take a moment this week or many moments this week and have an honest inventory of what's your vibe, what's your energy, what are you putting out there? And 
notice what it is that you are putting out there and then notice what it is that you are receiving. I want you to see that there is a direct alignment with how it is that we express ourselves energetically and emotionally in the world and how that expression is portrayed back to us in a physical form. I used to think as a principle that I was a persona and that I couldn't be the real me, which by nature is, by nature, I would say that I am warm, I am kind, and that freedom is my highest value. I used to think that I had to hide my emotions and I'd bury in them and I had to act as if I was happy, you know, kind of put on my Disneyland Donald Duck costume and just be happy. But the vibe or energy still was there, even though I thought that I was hiding them. But we're not. There's still that energy that comes off no matter what your costume or there was a lack of alignment, which kind of made it even more unsettling for someone because the energy I was putting out didn't match how I was behaving. So that's what the downward spiral would look like. But good news, there's also the upward spiral. So in what areas of your life are you bringing forth the fiber energy that is so magnetic and so vibrant and so excited? And how is it vibrant? How is that excited energy being portrayed back to you? Are your staff and teachers excited to come to work, take part in a positive school culture, or take on those new tasks to grow professionally? Be honest without judging and see what is going on outside of you and just get curious. So now that you're clear on this energy of positive or negative or emotions that you're putting out there, let's talk about how this energy is aligned with your purpose. First off, I would ask, are you clear about the purpose you have for life? Or are you in an energy or purpose that's out of alignment? When I begin to work with a new client, some of us said, I want a school and life that is positive, healthy, thriving, fun, and makes a difference in the lives of others. I get it. That is something that I desire. And they also want to have great relationships personally and professionally, something I also strive for. And then they would tell me that they have this dream job as a principal. All they ever wanted to do was be a teacher, be an educator, to lead a school, to make an impact, to live out their purpose. But every night they would say they're coming home late, they're overeating, they're overdoing, overdrinking, not sleeping well, shopping on Amazon, and missing out on their family's life. They would say to me, I'm missing my life. It seems all I do is work to try and fulfill my purpose. And I would ask, so how are your actions in this situation aligned with your purpose? And they would say they're not. So once you look right now is where we are in this place in February, we take an inventory of our lives and we just take a moment to look and say, 
How is my purpose being supported by my actions? Is my intention, or you could say thoughts or goals and visions, being supported by my actions? How are they? How are they not? How are we not getting honest with ourselves? In what ways are my actions or your actions or our actions not supporting our intentions? And once you get really clear about the disconnect between what you desire, your goals, your thoughts, your purpose, and what's really going on, now we can dig in and look at what our mindset is. We could take a look at that. We can look at our thoughts. We can look at our feeling and create different results. So I hope that this was helpful. And I want to encourage you to take a look at one, where are you in your power? Is it outside or is it inside? Go inward and find that intuitiveness, that creativity, that wisdom, that spirit, that God, that source, that universe. Find it. And this is the perfect time to inventory or take a look at what we're feeling, what our emotions are, what energy are we putting out there. And you'll know because it will be reflected back to you. And then take a look at what is your intention or purpose and are those actions, then results, because our actions create our results. Are they in alignment? Well, this is kind of a homework assignment to take a look at first. And then next time I will talk about what we can do about it. And it has to do with looking at what our thoughts are, looking at what our mindset is. And I will give some tips and tricks on how to improve that mindset or change that mindset and therefore change the result. All right. It was wonderful talking to you. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, hit subscribe. And also take a few seconds to give the show a rating and review on whatever platform you are listening to.